Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. We got a good episode for you today. Uh, the NHL regular season is coming uh, more clearly into picture, so we're going to be talking about the divisions that have been rumored, um, an emphasis on rumored, because who knows what's going on there. We're going to be talking about some of the matchups within those divisions that we're excited to see, um, including the Blues and just around the league as well, and then kind of get into the, the reasoning behind why it's still just rumors, and I guess the divisions are, are far from finished. A lot of tweaking still to happen, so we're going to get into that as well. Um but before we start, Tommy, I know, I know, I'm in finals week. I'm assuming you're in finals week. How's it? How's it treating you? Uh, very chaotic to say the least. Um, yeah. All, so all my finals are over because I'm a communications major. So I just we kind of get them out of the way. Um, but I'm moving from my apartment to a house uh, next semester. So I've, it's it's literally just been moving day for the last two three days for me um so figuring all that stuff out and then talking to like the old landlord because i have to sell the place um the funds are getting low obviously still have to buy christmas presents so mm-hmm. that's a whole thing um yep. so it's yep. just it's 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 time to hunker down <laughs> and figure stuff out and i'm uh, yeah, still trying I'm to figure there. stuff out I'm with you there. I'm I'm near the end of the end of the line with all my classes, and it's all coming to a head. Lots of projects due this weekend. It's oh, yeah. it's stressful. It's 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 a grand old time. Not looking forward to grinding all those out, but oh, it'll be fun. Looking forward to watching hockey. I guess yeah, uh, exactly. As soon as I good, as soon as I get this semester done, the pod's a good stress relief too because I can just mm-hmm, everything absolutely. that's pent up inside me and all my because Twitter's fun and like you can kind of like get it out there, but it's not it doesn't flow as well as actually like speaking it physically um mm-hmm. so i feel like it's a good it's a good place to kind of vent all of our frustrations or appease all of our enthusiasms at the same yeah. time so yeah speaking of frustrations i'm trying to get that ps5 <laughs> dude i tell i saw that text message you sent me before the show bro that's gonna be a grind for i you. got like four different devices on the way it's working <laughs> is they're like every day the sony website is releasing like small bunches of stock and you have to log on to the website 30 minutes before stock comes live and then you mm-hmm. get put in a queue and then you got to wait in that queue and then hope you get into the store and then hope that once you get into the store you have time to put it in your cart and enter your credit card information so i haven't even gotten past the the default queue message of over over an hour wait time damn so yeah it's 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 a struggle out there that's tough um, shout out to all the moms and dads and parents and grandparents that went through that hassle to get their yeah kids honestly. and everybody ps5 honestly i, I could not i not have the patience for that i mean shout out but also stop get out of the queue <laughs> yeah give me a chance stop going in the queue <laughs> everyone just take a day off yeah i'm tired Josh has I his finger on the pulse. 
Uh, okay. All right. Moving on. Moving to to hockey, the subject of this podcast. Um, I guess just looking over the divisions, I got the the tweet from yesterday pulled up in front of me. The latest projection, I guess, for the divisions. What uh, sticks out to you in terms of potential matchups you're excited to see? Like maybe some that you don't typically get with with the old divisions or big rivalries or whatever it may be. What do you What are you thinking? Well, I think the biggest one that comes to mind, when, especially when you look at the Blues, and we talked about it a little bit just from the Blues perspective on the last podcast, but the, as it stands right now, if they don't change divisions, which we'll talk about that later on in the pod, um, but if they don't change divisions, they're going to be in the same division as Vegas. No baby. <laughs> and that is going to be a real tugger on the hard strings, let me tell you. I feel like there's already like a bit of I don't want to say rivalry, but like St. Louis and Vegas already match up really well just because they play such a similar yeah. style. Even, and the yeah, games- even even besides the Petrangelo aspect, like mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. in terms of a skill level, I think you're, you're I mean, spot yeah, on. Yeah, and, and, and the games they've had in previous years have been especially intense and, and heated, and, and you know it, it gets a little chippy. So I can only imagine the increase in emotions considering Alex Petrangelo is now part of that equation on the other side. Um, Ryan Reeves so is still there. Right. Revo is still there. Fan favorite. Yep. Um, it, who knows? Who knows? Um, it, it, it's either going to be uh, bloody and, and gritty and, and an intense rivalry just because of that increased emotion, or they're going to be kind of like friendly with each other. Mm. Who knows? I think it's going to be a slugfest either way, though. Yeah, I, I agree. In there too, Colorado and Dallas. I feel like there's going to be some pent up emotions there, just mm-hmm. because of their history being in the Central and all that stuff. Yeah, um, going I mean, as far as they did in the playoffs and in the bubble. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about the Canadian division. I don't know about you, dude. That's going to be um, that is going to be that's going to be so fun. The Battle of Alberta, um, Montreal versus Toronto. Uh, any any storyline. There's so many you could look at. Vancouver um, versus anyone. Vancouver versus anyone. Uh, yeah, there's Don't a lot to be excited about there. I mean, I think Canada's had a bit of a lack of success in recent years in terms of playoff success. So hopefully, this is the opportunity for them to kind of battle it out to see who who the best of the best is. Um, again, we we wonder how that's going to work with travel and all that, but. Uh, other new, I guess we could talk about the the vaccine news as well later on uh, as a result, uh, or yeah. in, in essence of that travel discussion, uh, might be some big news there. Uh, but yeah. before we get into that, b- besides the Blues division, besides the Canada division, what about divisions one and two? What are you liking from there? Any good matchups? Ah, uh, man, I think hmm, I think Philadelphia just as a whole, just to see like because last season they were they were so hot and a lot of people had them like picked in the playoffs to go far because they were that team that kind of I, I guess they got hot at the right time going into like the bubble but I mean there was that big break so it kind of like I guess discouraged their momentum um, but it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see too like if they're just uh, not really a matchup as a whole but just to see like if they're at that same level of okay this is a top tier team and what we saw last season wasn't just a flash in the pan kind of the same thing as like Jordan Bennington like can they can they consistently keep that up for an entire season as opposed to just like the second half yeah 
Um, I think that's going to be the case for a lot of teams, especially with these mixed up divisions. Like you're you're getting mashups you don't typically have. East teams are playing West teams, or that concept doesn't exist in these divisions. But East teams are playing West teams. You know, uh, typically West teams have been more more grind grinded out, physical heavy in years past, and East teams have favored the speed. So it's going to be interesting to see those divisions sort of combine and teams mash up against teams they don't typically play against and they don't don't typically game plan against. Could be interesting for. Sure. Sure. Um, but before we continue, real quick, run, uh, there's one that just jumps right off the page at me, and I'm gonna wait till we get back. All right, all I'm right. Then don't don't go. Yeah, don't go anywhere. You gotta hear that one. I'm excited to hear that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to get to, to that. But before we do, gotta tell everyone about our good friends over at Built Go. We know them. We love them. They're delicious. I just got my package recently. I've been I've been tasting them every day. They're so good. Um, Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. It helps you break through your wall. So it's a workout gel and easy to take 1.5 ounce packages. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, you can break through it with Built Go every single day. So they're small. They're easy to carry. You can put it in your briefcase. If you've got a big presentation at work, put it in your golf bag. If you've got a big round, tough back nine, or just keep it in your pocket. If you've got a busy day with a lot of errands to run, or if it's final season, like for me and Tommy, I can use some Built Go right now for sure. Uh, Bilko is the yeah, no yeah, it's the best workout gel on the market. It's five hundred energy without that crash feeling. It's all natural, so it's better for the body. Uh, three delicious flavors: peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Uh, beta go uh, Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein it's fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast. Plus, it's easy on your stomach, and it is loaded with good stuff to help ignite your work, including beta alanine, B three honey, and just a kick of caffeine. Uh, and it also has vitamins B6, B12, up to 10,000% of your daily required percentage. And so build, visit BuiltGo.com right now and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. And we'll be right back with uh, with that mashup that Tommy's so excited to talk about. All right, what do you got for us, Tommy? Hit me. I'm ready. All right. I'm just thinking of this this first division mm-hmm. that I'm looking at with all of these New England states. I mean, we got Boston, New Jersey, New York Islanders, and the New York Rangers, and throw Philadelphia into that mix. I feel like just a lot of, pa- of, lot of passionate geographic- fans in that division. Look, shoot, just immensely passionate fans, kind of fiery at times, um, but just in terms of like geographical location too, they're all kind of in like that New England area and they all have um, very emotional feelings towards each other's fan bases, I believe. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those kind of that uh, narrative mm-hmm. unfold as the season goes on because if they're just playing – within their division they're gonna have to see each other a lot and i feel like if we don't get one tweet on barstool of <laughs> some guys just duking it out i don't know i don't know it's i feel like it's yeah um i mean like we said a lot of passionate fans in that division a lot of uh teams with big media presence in that division um a lot of potential for for some exciting mashups you know they're all really competitive teams uh I feel like that division's filled with filled with the teams that are a couple of teams that are that are kind of you expect to be good every time you play them, regardless of whether they're a playoff team, regardless of their current standing, just because of the way that they play. Uh, New York was unreal last year. The Rangers were they were unbelievable last year with Panarin. Um, Boston was in the Stanley Cup just two years ago. The Islanders are are on the upswing. Uh, the Flyers are on the upswing. Plus, they're a Philly team, so it doesn't matter how good they are. They're they're a Philly team. Everyone's going to be going insane over them. The Devils um, are the Devils. I don't really got a whole lot there. 
but uh, <laughs> the Devils, Devils are the Devils. Jack Devils Hughes are the Devils. Back. But I mean Lafreniere on the Rangers. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and think about that little narrative that's going to get painted. I mean, you talk about like we just talked about how like how big these uh, markets are that are in that division. He's going to be playing in all of them. If he lights the world on fire, on fire, kind of like uh, like a, obviously he's not going to be like McDavid because. Um, is no one could be like McDavid, but if if he has kind of the impact um, that everyone's expecting him to, he could very well like assert himself as a superstar off, right off the jump. Absolutely, a lot of young talents in in that division. But then you look away from the young talents and you look at the bottom of the list. At least for me, and you got the last two teams, the Penguins and the Capitals, two just absolute powerhouse teams year in year out. That. Yeah. Who already have love to go at each other? Uh, capitals have a rivalry with the Bruins. Uh, it's it's a lot of a lot of mixing and matching there in terms of uh, bad blood and teams that don't like each other. Um, and then you look in the other division, and it's it's three three West teams: Panthers or not Panthers, Blackhawks, Wild, Predators, uh, amongst the Lightning, Hurricanes, Blue Jackets. So even there, it's got some potential for some good matchups. I mean, the Lightning, as we know, are an absolute wagon. Just won the Stanley Cup, so anyone in that division's got to be fearful of that. Mm-hmm. Except Columbus, maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Well, I mean, because they already. I mean. We talked about that narrative before, so that's a thing. Um, I, I feel like Chicago just kind of hates everybody. Minnesota's right there with them. Um, Nashville hates everybody, especially that fan base is rabid. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. I'm, I'm excited. See how everything. I'm really excited. Kind of unfolds. I'm stoked, dude. I'm just so happy hockey's back. Yeah, and then I guess to transition um, in a little piece of good news. I know we we've been talking about uh, in the past few episodes. How is this going to work? How is a hockey season going to work with travel, without travel? However it may be, it seems like it's going to be a disaster. But in recent news, the NHL is uh, acquiring a private license to the entire quantity of vaccines necessary to hopefully start a season. I don't know if that means one vaccine, you know, one vaccine for every single member of the NHL, players, coaches, teams, whatever it may be. But it seems like they're taking steps to. I guess, get ahead of the curve and be ready sooner rather than later to create a a, a pseudo bubble of of vaccinated athletes and and staff. So it could be exciting. Yeah. And I think if you take all things into consideration, I mean, so we saw in the bubble, the NHL's like consistent effort towards creating an atmosphere that was not only entertaining for fans, um, but safe for the players and safe as a whole for the United States to decrease the spread of the virus as a whole. Um, They did a really good job of that, but obviously got some mixed reviews from the players and from fans um, in terms of how the bubble was carried out. So I think if you, if you want to avoid a bubble like scenario, um, a vaccine is definitely a great way to, uh, to lead to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed at this point, it feels like it it just feels like this is almost a trial run of how to pull off an NHL season in a pandemic, but it's not Mm -hmm. a trial run. It's just the season because it's it's so unexplored. It's, it's tough to do and everything's changing by the day, but you got to have, you know, schedules locked down months and months in advance. It's a lot of moving parts. Um, but again, the NHL did a spectacular job with it during the bubble, during the, the, their playoffs um so if the same sort of effort and and intensity of of precautions 
carry over to this season, I have high hopes that it'll run as smoothly as possible. I still think it's going to be a disaster, but as smooth of a disaster as possible. Yeah, I don't think there's any way to avoid, like, the occasional, like, hiccup here and there. And especially, like we talked about before, like, especially in a case where you, you're you basically skipping preseason, like, there's going to be injuries. Guys are going to have to step up that in roles that they normally wouldn't be in. And honestly, like, I guess the Blues, in, in that regard, have the upper hand because they're already relying on youth. And a lot of teams, I think, that are relying on veteran presence and all that stuff and like older guys uh, going into this season might not be as prepared for those injuries. Um, so I feel like that could that could pay off for them in the long run. Right. And I think it also just goes back to a point that I kind of hammered on in recent recent episodes. Just expect the unexpected when it comes to this season. Expect to see players that you've never heard of on the first line or in goal or first pairing defense for your favorite team um, and, and, and players to play one game here, sit out two weeks, play another game, sit out another week. It's going to be, it's going to be, I don't want to say a disaster, but it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen before. Um, and I think it comes with, it's got to come with patience, especially on our part, since we're kind of just sitting back and watching. Um, but it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see what happens. It's going to be a good time. Um, all right. I think we're, we're getting near the end of today's episode. So let's let's take one more short break. And when we come back, we will discuss the, uh, the, the bumpy road that is trying to get these divisions aligned. Okay, Tommy. So uh, the NHL just came out with these divisions, and everyone was up in arms. What the heck? The Blues are here. The blah, blah, blahs are here. How the heck can these divisions be finalized like this? Well, it turns out they're not, and everyone has a problem with it, and no one knows what the final divisions are going to be. Dallas might get moved. The Blues might get moved. The Wild might get moved. I just think, I think like I said, a lot of moving parts a lot of stuff to iron out, a lot of stuff to figure out. This is another example of that and can't make everybody happy. I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, I think, well, especially like in terms of start times and everything, I would absolutely love <laughs> for the Blues not to play in the Pacific or out West just because like I feel like we've been through enough in 2020 and that we don't have to add like <laughs> 12, 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. like end times for Blues games on top of it. Um, but in terms of like a competitive factor, I do see why they would kind of do that. But it sounds like Dallas isn't happy with uh, the divisions as they are right now either. And Minnesota could also be a team that's kind of flip-flopped or see some kind of tweaks uh, in their division. So it really is kind of up in the air. But as as we talked about, <laughs> it feels like everything about the season is kind of up in the air. So It almost feels like, I mean, obviously this isn't what happened, but it almost feels like the NHL submitted the divisions without getting anyone's go-ahead because they've changed so much. Not so much, but yeah, they've changed. Yeah, everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't agree to this. Um, no, and the reports came out that the, that Fox Sports Midwest wanted the Blues to be in a certain division, and then reports came out that refuted that. Uh, Fox, Sports, Fox Sports Midwest had no input, uh, whatever it may be. So, like I said, it seems like there's a lot of moving parts um, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that isn't that clear to the NHL, much less the fans. Um, a lot of stuff they're still working on. And also with the season coming so quickly, they kind of got to uh, finish their homework as the teacher's coming around to collect it, if that's a good expression. 
you know they're 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 scribbling out the ant the, the last few answers as everyone's sort of peeking over the peeking over the wall and saying hey what's the what's the NHL up to so they're team they're a little rushed obviously but they'll figure it out maybe we might we might be up at might be up at 2 a.m. for me because I'm on the east coast I might be up at 2 a.m. watching Blues games but so be it God so be it imagine dude my eyes would be your eyes get the little. They'll start feeling mm-hmm. the heaviness, and you're watching one second. There's 20 minutes left. You watch another second. Yep. There's three minutes yep. left. You're like, yep. right. Yeah, I'll be like, come on the podcast next day, man. My favorite part was when uh, three three quarters of the third period uh, just disappeared in the blink of an eye. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fell, was eating some Chipotle in the first period. Woke up in the third with it on my lap and four nothing score. <laughs> God, Chipotle sounds good. Chipotle right? always sounds good. Yeah, you know. Are you Chipotle or Qdoba? Chipotle. I like I was I was a big I, I wasn't really I'll big be, on either I'll, before I'll, this year. I'll say Chipotle's got better now. burritos, but Qdoba's got the bowls are nasty. Really? The bowls are I, so of, nice at Qdoba. A Chipotle bowl is my go to, and you're saying the Qdoba bowls are better. Yeah. If you get mm-hmm. if you get a Chipotle, also you gotta get the double wrapped burrito, because then they can really stuff it full and it doesn't fall all over you. My girlfriend is adamantly shaking her head no to the Qdoba is better than Chipotle. Oh my debate. god! So, look, maybe we'll go to Chipotle and Qdoba tonight to compare. Not I think that's the Qdoba only. That's the gas. only. That's the only thing we can do. Chipotle charges for guac. Chipotle does charge for that's yeah. Whack. Chipotle is expensive, but it's good. It is good, but Qdoba is better. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. Let us know Chipotle or Qdoba in, in the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's all we got. Uh, Let that one simmer, marinate. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe or add the podcast button on whatever platform you're you're listening to us on so you never miss an upload. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you never miss anything that we're up to. Tommy's been been uh, on fire lately on Twitter. <laughs> we're trying. The Twitter, the Twitter game has been, has been in, in peak form, so you don't want to miss that. <laughs> Go check that out. Locked on Blues, Twitter and Instagram. Check Tommy out at twelcher15 on twitter you can follow me at josh hyman nhl uh, i think that's all we got time for uh, sit tight sit patiently for the upcoming nhl season stay safe over these holidays over this holiday season with traveling and all that and as always thanks for listening and let's go blues